Hey guys, we are back. Jake and I, we got a little delay. Been both been really busy, um, and I gotta give props to Jake. Uh, I was working. Uh, I've been working a lot, and he agreed to get up early and do one. <laughs> so I gave him a 5 a.m. option and a 6 a.m. option. He picked the six, which I was thankful I for because I actually, uh, I actually got some sleep last night. So we're in the middle of a. Um, uh, our our whole house is uh, the walls are off the roof is off I live in Western Oregon uh, and it's raining and so we've been framing and working late late uh, days and early early mornings and then I'm also trying to do my normal job and some side stuff and everything so I haven't been doing anything with shooting really I shot actually shot shot a couple buddies came down and helped him pull some electrical. Uh, Ryan Hovey and another one of his friends, Tyler, came down, and so we they love shooting. So we were we pulled electrical for Saturday, Sunday, and then we shot for 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 an hour or so. And I think they're going to get into the into the PRS next year. So kind of getting them lined out. Well, that's good. Yeah. So they do a little bench rest and and obviously like long range hunting, a lot of a lot of testing the bigger guns. So I had them shoot my shoot my BR, and we ran a ran a stage for a minute, kind of showed them what was up, and uh, there it was fun. So that's that's been it for shooting. But I've been busy, Jake. You've been busy. You're wrapping the shop and and, yep. and doing that. So, uh, all, all that to say, we apologize for the delay. We love you guys, <laughs> and I, I want to keep regular content. Yep. The last couple of weeks have flown by. So, um, anyway, how you been, buddy? Oh man, been been really good. Uh, we got the shop for JC Steel Targets for about ninety five percent complete. Uh, now awesome. we got paint going on and. It is a, uh, it's definitely a fun time, um, seeing the progress, seeing, seeing all that kind of stuff for, yep. you know, for a company in the gun industry, it's, it's pretty exciting for me cause it's been a long time coming yep. and, uh, obviously we, we, you know, thank all the, all the shooters and the shooting community for the support. Uh, that's, that's how all this is, is really possible for, yep. for me at least. So absolutely. No, it's awesome. It's been fun to see that thing. The shop come together. It's big. I mean, if you guys know they're doing construction projects. Lumber is through the roof right now. It's I don't know. It's, it's ridiculous. I don't know if it's double the price, but you you got some of your stuff in beforehand and, and a lot of it after. And so it's been. Um, we both been like kind of shocked at the price of stuff. And you've been. It's been fun to watch you get that thing together. It is giant. It makes my project look tiny. The the only thing about my thing is I'm trying to live here while we're doing it. But your, <laughs> your shop is huge. It's beautiful. So I'm excited for it too. So. Oh, I I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's uh, you know, hopefully at some point we can do some indoor. We'll open one of these doors up and have some indoor twenty-two matches, and yeah. and kind of do some stuff out the out of the shop to the back, which we have a giant berm behind us, which is um, I think we can get like seventy yards That's um, awesome. from from kind of the offices to that back berm. So <laughs> That's awesome. it'd be it'll be sweet to to roll up the twenty-foot door and yep and uh have a little indoor match uh would be suppressed only i think it'd be a it'd be a blast that would be awesome yeah i do and have tiny little targets you could make a fun little match with 20ts that way so no yeah it'd, it'd be great it'd be fun so anyway we want to so <laughs> i apologize i mean i don't like delay we you know we it is what it is we we do this it's lifestyle we're working around what we got going on but i do apologize for delay because 
Sloan at Get a Grip. He's got an awesome giveaway, and we, we said we'd do that at AG. We did the first two days. The third day turned into a blur, and then the last two weeks turned into a blur. So, man, we want to get that we want to get that giveaway done um, at the end today. Um, yep. And we want to recap AG, and I've some, we've got some handful of questions in there, and then get back on pace. So, I mean, we did some AG podcasts, but we really didn't talk about day one, two, or three for – um, the match, real specific, or ourselves. We interviewed shooters. We interviewed uh, Shannon and Tom. Um, so let's you want let's dive right into AG Armageddon uh, Gear Cup. For those of you that don't know, uh, Tom Fuller puts it on. Um, we've talked about it quite a bit. Big big paydays. Uh, big payday on day three ended up turning into three one day matches. Make a cut to care. You know, make a cut each day to move to the next day. Try to start with around 50 guys and end with 10 or 12, or in, end with last day was 12 guys. So you kind of make the cut and, and work your way through. So, so yep. let's, let's dive into that. Um, you want to kick it off with uh, anything yeah, travel related or day start one? With, yeah, with what I did, I I felt like on day one I actually shot pretty pretty well, pretty solid. Um, I had um, I was kiting, kind of fighting some magazine issues the whole. Um, the whole weekend and on day one, which was Friday, I uh, felt like I shot really good. Uh, I think seven stages in I was in first, um, mm-hmm. and shooting pretty solid. And then we had some more stages. I think I dropped a few points on, on a stage that was very cleanable. And so I think that dropped me back to fifth or sixth place, mm-hmm. um, which was, it seemed like everything was pretty tight on, on Friday, which was day one. It did. There was a lot of really good shooters. As long as you kind of kept in your, kept in your zone, you were going to uh, advance to, uh, to the second day. Yep. Um, they took the top twenty shooters into uh, day two, and they ran um, the season points, which turns out to be a giant deal. They 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 ran the season points for another five shooters, and so they took top 20 in ties plus five more. So it ended up being like 20, I think 20, uh, was it 28? Yeah. Um, 20, I, 29. Right. Yep. They took, they took um, some and, ties in that 20th place, I believe. So it bumped it up yep. a little bit higher. That's so. right. And so, uh, I made it through on day one. Uh, there was a couple stages that I, that I shot really well on, on, on that day one that I think really helped me kind of stay up in the standings. Mm-hmm. Um, and one in particular, uh, a uh, one in particular was on the very left-hand side. It was a, a rail type target or a rail type, uh, <clears throat> position. Yeah. It was uh, like a circle, f- like a feeder for cat cattle. It had, yeah. um, throw hay in it. it cows can stick their head through it. So it was kind of these openings up and down, just like, yeah, yep. something like that. And so that particular, uh, barricade, uh, was just a rail. You didn't really have a lot of time to run any sort of rear support in, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. I just ran one bag and I felt that that was a really solid stage for me. I think I dropped one on that, on that stage and, that's I, a, and I felt that's really great. good about that. Yeah. That was, um, I'd say that was one of the tougher stages. Um, I, I only was that, was it, it was 12 rounds, wasn't it? Uh, yep. It was 12. I think I I think I only got like a seven. So you dropped you got an eleven. That's that's a that's a solid score. On I think one of the tougher stages of the day. I think uh, I think yep. that and that um, 
that stupid Jeep thing was were were a couple hard one of some of the harder stages that day. So so good job. Yeah, the the Jeep was hard as well, and, uh, and that was one that I shot later in the day, and I did not do well on. So I just mentioned that I didn't do well on on one. I think that Jeep was one of them, and that one I could me. not I could not find find my groove on that. I shot that target. I shot that Jeep before because we shot that last year at the AG Cup, mm-hmm. but. That was the only other time I've shot this. Um, yeah. And so there is there is a little bit, you know, talking before the, the match or talking after day one, um, you know, there is a little bit of, a, uh, of an advantage shooting that location uh, because you're able to shoot these particular positions over and over. And so they have practice days. They have club matches out here. Mm-hmm. They have the MPA matches out here. They have... Um, you know, a lot of different things out here. So people might have five or six opportunities over the course of a year, uh, to do that. And, and so I think it's a little bit of an advantage to be able to shoot that only because when you're shooting all of those matches, all the club series matches, all the standard PRS matches, um, whatever matches are out there, you really get a chance to climb on the prop and look at the prop and, see what's going on and watch other people do it. And so you get a really good sense on every single prop at arena training facility. Um, you get a really good sense of the best ways to run it or, or how do, what, what way do I want to run it? What order do I want to run it? Uh, the problem with the, the AG cup is the guys that haven't been there, or I guess, I guess I could say not the East coast guys, um, that, that haven't been there a lot. Uh, at the AG cup, we don't, it's, you can't touch a barricade beforehand. You can't, you know, you can't stand on it. You can't wiggle it. You can't, uh, climb on it and get in position. And so the advantage comes by knowing how to run it. And then you don't even get the chance to see anyone, uh, run it either because you're blind and you're down up over the other side of the hill. And so when you come up, it's truly a blind stage for the people that haven't shot that particular, uh, position before and so i do think there's a little bit of an advantage there for those guys um it's but t- guess what it's tough there's zero zero excuses for me i just shot poor well no um, i mean what do you i i, I agree 100 percent. there's home field advantage if if i say this if somebody came to my house i would beat them because i know how yep. wobbly my props are how to stabilize them i know all that stuff um yep. on the other hand there were guys, uh, good friends of mine. I don't want to throw names out there because Prentice has a hundred times on the internet. Um, but, <laughs> but good friends of mine that live there and shot there and, and have, have won matches, the MPA matches there that had a, a really, really rough time. Equipment ran flawlessly. It wasn't an equipment issue. It was, they just, just didn't, didn't make the day one cut, which, which shocked me. And these are, these are close friends. And, um, I was sad for, I was, I was bummed. And, and so then, then, you know, I agree with what you're saying. Cause I completely do. But then you also see that. And I'm like, and then I went, okay, is it pressure? I was like, I don't think so. He's, there's been lots of finales. There's lots of big matches. I don't know what it is. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, well, it's an interesting game. There's guys that, 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 that went far that, people didn't necessarily expect and there's guys that did not go far at all that didn't that people didn't expect so that yeah. one day cut format is is very 
it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Um, it, it is interesting. And, and I guess what I would say is probably, I think there's probably a group of, we'll call it 10 shooters that are, that are typically, um, you know, always very, very consistent at, at a majority of the matches they go to. And so if you were to put all those people onto a range and five of them had shot the range before and five of them had not shot the range before. Yeah. Um, I think that you'd see those five people at the top and the five people that haven't shot at the bottom, all things being equal. Mm -hmm. I think there is an advantage for that over the long run, just because you're, uh, familiar with maybe what, what, crux in the truck to get on or what crux into a mm-hmm. uh, barricade is is the most solid or quick transitions because they've shot it before but i think what's even more important is not only have they shot it they've seen other people shoot it before and then they've they've uh they've practiced on it before you know as well so yeah you know at all at all these matches they go out there and they have practice days as well yeah. And so when you are able to practice on something, I think that there is a slight advantage. Now, again, I'm not necessarily saying that I should have done better if I would have done that on that stage. I pulled every trigger as if I yep, wanted yep. to. I just, that was I a just hard did stage. Not, it was a tough stage. It was I didn't wobbly. see the bolts really well. Yeah, it was hard. They were a little difficult <laughs> to see bolts on. A lot of guys got wrecked so brian Brian allen won day one and he he clean i think he was the only person to clean that stage um or maybe it was an eight out of nine i can't it it was a great he had a great score and so he and he won the day and that that stage was there was a couple stages the stage you mentioned the the feed corral circle thing and then that thing i feel like if you shot well on those two you had a really really good shot um everything else was i mean it was I don't know, but he, he, he shot really well. And those are the things that make a difference. That one I got on there. I think I got, gosh, I think I got a one or a two. I think, and a bunch of guys in our squads got ones and twos. It was a, we got, we got beat up a little bit. Um, see, and we don't even know what it, what each other got. So I didn't know you got a one or a two. I thought yeah. you just got a regular score. I thought I did so bad. No. Cause I think I got, I think I got a one. And yeah. I was like, man, that's just devastating. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I had shot really, really well. I, I was in contention for the win. I ended up in third or I ended up in fourth. I was three or four points down. I thought I was going to get the day until that stage. I think that was my second to the last stage. I, I shot that oh, and then the, the, the bus was our last stage. And I got 11 out of 12 on that, which was a, a good score. I, you move through these different windows of the bus. I missed my very first call. Um, I had a wind call in my head. Um, I think I can't, I think it was uh 0.75. I go up there and I, I thought the wind picked up. I was like, I'm going to one mil. I missed or I would have hit with 0.75, <laughs> came back to 0.75 and cleaned the rest. I was like, oh, which it didn't matter because I was down by three. But I didn't know that. I thought I was maybe still going to win. But, man, a, a decent score on that stupid Jeep would have would have had that day one win. But, um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah Brian, Brian was on fire that day. Brian Allen ended up with the win. Um, and But, yeah, so – there was it was pretty straightforward honestly there was there was a handful of stages that we shot the prior year that we were we were a little familiar with there were some new ones um 
but but some similar ones too so nothing too out of the ordinary um different things this year is we still weren't allowed to talk um about when we weren't supposed to um but they had a tv last year we didn't know anyone's scores we didn't even really know people's scores going into day two and this year they had a tv with kind of a live reader board it wasn't all the same because everyone was shooting different stages but you could see on the reader board then they had a red cut line on the on the practice score that was displaying mm-hmm. on the TV, and you could see when you were um, moving above and below the cut line. So that was a cool. I thought that was a cool dynamic. Lots of people huddled, huddled around the TV trying to, uh, yep, kind of see where they were at. So, so um, would you if 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 you were to think a of a better format, or maybe this is the best format? Would you do uh, the cut line? and cut every day or would you do like an aggregate and a total over three days what what's your opinion on that do you think oh, that you would it's go hard. it's hard you I, know which way because i think there's people that like it either way and i don't think it's a right or wrong thing i yeah. think it's just a difference of opinion yeah i i i have a difference of, of opinion um just because um Probably because it benefits me. I like a I like a three day accumulation. Like you said, there's there's not as many guys in the nation that can win a three day match. There is a lot of guys in the nation that can win a one day, um, yep. a lot. And so, I, I understand they're doing it for TV. They the one day you know you get you, say somebody burned it down for two days and they've got a big lead going into day three and they just kind of coast their way through. It makes for pretty. I guess, boring TV for the outdoor channel. And that was the reasoning behind it. They're trying to make it interesting. I think John Scouten wanted to put in a bunch of TYLs and really like record people's like going forward or not. And then the agony of defeat. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, man, that's fine if you want to make a show. But when you got that much money on the line, it really throws stuff off. We did interviews Saturday night and, um, and he was, he asked a bunch of guys, all the guys that were going on to day one, um about that and and everybody said no for the most part but it was it was so you know i i like i like the accumulation um i'm biased i i um i i might have won the, the whole thing i was i was i had was the two-day leader if it was a two-day match i would have won and then i would just shot six stages really good on day three and four stages as bad as i've ever shot just the four, <laughs> four prone stages in a row and i just just couldn't it just wasn't my day so um yeah a lot of mirage i just couldn't i got zeros i've never i think i hit four targets out of 40 prone at a thousand yards and so that was that was a little disheartening for me on day three we'll we'll get to that in a minute but yeah i like the accumulation um but that's i i do understand why he did it i i don't like you said there's not a right or wrong answer uh and tom i gotta give props to tom he was stressed he's trying to make this happen he's not a match director this is the only matches he's ever done he had an idea he made it happen um you know with the help of his team and he's scrambling to come up with ideas that we had there was he had a true issue with ties like what do you do with this well he's got to make a rule on the fly like well I don't think it's fair to cut guys that tied with, you know, the say there's a I think there was a five way tie. You can't take one of them yep. and leave the other four. And he's right. right. You got it. You got it. So there's we're we're making it up as we go. And and he's open to suggestions. He changed the the payout format, which which we all really liked. He was going to do one giant prize on day three, 
Um, nothing for second and third, nothing for day winners. And he changed that to where day winners got 5,000. Um, and then he paid top three out, which I think all the shooters appreciated. And he, and he took yep. that feedback from shooters. And so he's wanting to do the best. And so anyway, long-winded rant. He's, none of us know the perfect format. And he said, hey, we're working on it. Every year we get closer. It's fun. I appreciate his effort and everything else. So Again, I do not want to come off like I'm complaining at all. Um, you know, I there's things, there's some things I didn't like on day three, but that's not of anyone's. Just it's just bad luck. It's bad weather. It's it, it's just the way things go. And so yep. I I really appreciate everything that was done, the shooters, the the Absolutely. the sponsors, and Tom and anything. Anyway, so that's like my disclaimers as is um i think i think yeah i think every year we improve a little bit i think there's room to continue to improve um but it's fun to have the option and 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 have that on the table to even even go to so anyway yeah exactly and i think the big thing is 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 tom is is making um he's pushing the the envelope forward in the terms of making it a professional sport and making it something where People are tuning in and watching it, making it something where, um, you know, and obviously last year I benefited greatly by the winner take all format because I won it and yep. I took everything. Yep. And so uh, I, I have one sense of, uh, of what I want to do in my mind because I've already been there and done that. Yep. Um, and so I also think that splitting up the pays this year was a really good idea when you put that many people into a match. Um, you know, Tom really made a lot of people happy this year. I mean, just think mm-hmm. about it. Everyone yeah. that got the thousand dollar check for a stage, yep. you know, they feel like they accomplished something. Everyone that walked away with a day win yep. from day one or day two, they feel like they accomplished something. And then also the, you know, the, the, the winners and first, second, third, and then more day winners. Um, it kind of gives you a little carrot to come back. Obviously I had a giant carrot to come back from last year, Yeah. but all those different people that are winning some money, um, you know, they have that little carrot to, to, to be able to come back. And if they can get to see it bigger and bigger and bigger, I think that that is the staple match in the country. I think that's the, the best match and the biggest match in the country. I've yep. liked his courses of fire. Yep. I think maybe, you know, we, we kind of ran out of really good stages for day three. Agreed. Um, uh, but I think the, the first two, uh, I really think the first two days were, were great stages in, in my opinion. I, um, I loved it. I, I to me, last year we raved and raved on last year and I feel like, uh, two and a half days were the same quality as last year. Yep, that's I mean, right. it was the the vast majority of what we shot was was um, was really good. It tested you in a lot of ways. Um, Do you think it was easier that, that easier this year? I don't know if it was easier or if we just knew. I think we knew more what to expect. And, and to be honest, they said they said blind. They did not. This year was way more laid back than last year. There were guys you you could see stages being run. It was not as blind as last year. It's difficult mm-hmm. to run a truly blind match. And so, yeah. um, and it was nobody was being. Um, nobody was being um dishonest or anything it was just everyone standing where they're supposed to stand and you can see a lot of stuff last year people were terrified there was a lot less people so they kind of had everybody in these tents where you had to stay and it was further away from the stages this year it was a lot more relaxed so so i think part of it was you could every uh, there was a lot of stages um where you could see people shooting 
And so it wasn't as, um, gosh, last year just felt so different. There was a, just a, a lot less people, real serious. We didn't talk. This year, a lot of people were joking around. You could, they weren't, they, you just couldn't enforce it like you did last year. And it wasn't, again, people I weren't, people I wish weren't I could cheating. see someone shooting on that damn truck. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> that, that is one where we're just like, I don't know what to do. That thing was a no nightmare. No one saw nothing, just a nightmare. <laughs> So there were there were some that were I mean there were some were up in connexes where you couldn't see but they ended up being modified prone but for the most part you know I I think it it did feel a, maybe a little easier was was there less wind it wasn't less wind I, I felt like if I was to look at the course of fire from last year and this year what I felt like is last year there was a lot of the exact same thing but it was twelve rounds last year and like nine rounds this year. I don't and think so, so man. We shot day one. We shot four or five 12 round stages out of the 10. Like I loaded, I had a 12 round mag that I loaded to 12 a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. Cause I was going over the books from last year and I think they're honestly, I think it was very similar. Um, yeah. I, 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 I could I should double check. I might I might kind of go through them and compare notes, but I think they were I think it was pretty similar. Courses uh, of fire were really good in my opinion. Um, on on yep. on day one, I thought it was a very good course of fire. Day two, agreed. I also liked the course of fire. I I had some mag issues. Let's get into let's some, get into day two. Um, so you brought it up. Um, so you shot well. Obviously, uh. uh cliff note you won day two yeah, so yeah congrats that's just that's bad to the bone that was fun that um, was a good day and that also puts you into the overall leader of both days or or maybe yep. one up or tied or something with i think the i was, overall, I think which, I was a couple up which didn't mean anything but it was cool nope. anyway just to know that you were being consistent in, yep. in my opinion that was my goal i wanted to be i mean the, i think the goal for everybody was uh be the the match leader and the winner um, of the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't think that was the case, but, um, no. it was, cl- it was, it was close. Um, but yeah, I shot, I shot good day one and, 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 and real good day two. Day two was, I mean, you and I had, uh, very different experiences, which is weird. We, usually in a match, you, you shoot every day, day two ended and people already know I, I had a, a good day, and then you didn't make the cut, which is which is rare. We're staying in the same hotel. We're getting up Sunday mo- or the next whatever morning that was, the third day, and I'm shooting and you're not. And it was kind of a weird dynamic. I was like, kind of bummed. It was. I was like, it's like this Super is weird. this is different. Uh, you're walking around in your in your flip flops and what and just <laughs> shorts on. I'm like, okay. Anyway, so so day two. Um, was the same as day the same location as day two last year different different props didn't have that truck and a few different things swapped a few things up but um you know my stuff was running great we we uh, shot day two was over on the other side yeah not oh. on the truck side okay okay yeah yeah so we started on we started on this maybe one of the harder stages of the day um you had to shoot up these sta- steps on these different target troop line out and back. You had the, the target um, had to be engaged from the position you were on, but you can only shoot. Well, I can't, I can't remember once per position. You had to move around a lot and keep track. And it was a troop line out to 700 or something. Anyway, I started on that and I did really well. I had, 
I had, I had the highest score on that, except I shot the wrong, the very last shot, I shot the wrong target or the right target from the wrong position or something. So I, I hit it. It just didn't count. So I ended up, I ended up had the tied for the high score. So I was like, sweet. I, that's a great start. And it just kind of went from there. Um, shot, shot very well. I got one, one stage win, shot real consistent all day. The long range stage, all you had to do was kind of hang in there. They had one stage that went out to 1350 and yeah. man, you cannot see anything. The it was, it was a little getting a little miragey and it was a little tough to see. Um, and I just, I got, I think I got a five out of 10 and I was thrilled, um, because I could have got a one. I watched a lot of guys get ones. Um, yeah. And, well, and I, here's the deal with that is I think that that those kind of stages are not necessarily great for for no. for matches and 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 part of what I part of why I say that is and I actually did okay on that stage I think I got a six that's good um, but but part of why I say that is is what happens is there was a couple guys where you're looking through glass. And it's Mirage. You can't see a target. You can't see an edge of a target. You can't see any sort of backdrop. Yep. Um, and then it for and then the clouds come over, and there's a five or ten minute period where there's three or four shooters that see everything with zero Mirage because there's a little yeah. bit of cloud cover. And I think that's one of the yep. You know, if it's a 400 yard stage or a 500 yard stage, you don't get as drastic of an advantage um, because of cloud cover or not cloud it takes cover. Luck. It takes luck away. It, it, it does. It takes the luck away, and then it's not necessarily the luck of the draw. And so people, they tend to want to put these in matches, match directors, myself included and you included. Yeah, we're like, we've well, we got to have a long one in yeah, there. Yeah, it's because um, everyone's always done. Because everyone wants to run a long one, you know, maybe once or, 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 you know, people are starting to get away from it because it's not necessarily a true test of what's going on. But this what is you'll a, notice is yeah. that during those, you're going to have a lot of high scores and people are, they're getting eights, nines and cleans or sevens, eights and nines on that particular stage. And, and it's a giant difference. And, you know, no one's really... Uh, I guess I, I'll, I'll say that there's not very many people that are substantially better at shooting prone than, you know, everyone else yep. at the AG cup. I mean, we're all good shooters yep. uh, at the AG cup. There's no one that's like, Oh, well he's the best prone shooter. Well, no, that's not, yeah. Cause that's like not really a thing we joke. I joke around with Austin and Tate and clay and they love belly shooting and troop lines. And I think Austin went up there and got a three or a four. So it's like, it's like, and, okay. And you, clay you, went up there and got a one. Yeah. So you're like, okay, you take these guys that love the troop lines and love that. And then that's what they get. Like, I, I don't think if clay gets a one, I'm not five times better sh shooting troop lines as clay. And then exactly. a, a couple other guys, we know good dudes. They shot their first stage up. They cleaned it. They're not 10 times shoot better shooting prone. And they're not twice as good as me. It's just, there's yeah. those long stages induce a fair bit of luck. I shot. I'm very thankful that I got a first round hit on the 800 yard and I hit the first two shots on that and two shots on the next one. And then I, my next six, I didn't see a single shot. 
um, <laughs> in, into the Mirage, and I did manage to get one more hit for five. So I was I got up off of there, and I had just a big sigh of relief. I was like, oh, I didn't get a zero. And so because yeah, it's like you go into these stages, and you're like, okay, I could clean this, or I could get a zero. And it's anyway, oh, that will be a discussion on day three. But um, that uh, that was the only stage I felt like I, 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 I scooted by. The fun part about that day two was again the leaderboard and seeing scores and my yep. and my teammate Dave Preston was was burning it down and we were neck and neck for the last yep. bunch of stages and I'll tell you what those last few stages took hours we were I felt like I was getting iced like a freaking field goal kicker, kicker for like <laughs> I took an hour and a half to shoot the PRS barricade it's it, you know the way the last couple stages played out it was kind of cool because okay let everybody shoot the barricade and then we can all talk trash and and everybody can watch and we can try to go fast well what it turned into for me not Dave Dave ran it like a man with one bag but uh, Tate and Austin and a bunch and I, myself included the first time I've ever grabbed a tripod and ran the PRS barricade like I'm ashamed to admit it but you got down I had to clean my last two stages because I was one point ahead and the barricade's a barricade and then the last one was kind of a strong side weak side that could easily you could easily slip a point or two on that and a lot of guys a lot of guys did some guys didn't make the cut because of that last stage and so I ran a barricade on the last stage so we're going into the final one Dave and I neck and neck um, for five thousand, I second place gets nothing, and then first place gets the five thousand. Dave shoots first. Uh, he cleans it. It was a uh, these two spools. You shoot two strong side and two weak side. You go near to far, near to far, far to near, far to near. And so I'm rehearsing w- where you're moving and what you're shooting. Guys got out of order. Guys shot the wrong target, and I'm trying like not to hear anyone's stories when the guy you know if the, if you, you this is everyone's watching at this point so it's it's like a normal match um and so you're trying not to get any see anybody mess up and have that stick in your head or anything stupid and um i i finally dave cleaned it so i was like man i gotta clean it i gotta clean it to win a tie we go into a shoot off which is a, just a lay down, shoot K-Y-L. a K- KYL, which I'm not a fan of, um, to have a whole day come down to a KYL. But so I did not want it to go to that. Um, and I, I, and Dave, I, <laughs> Dave didn't either, obviously. <laughs> oh yeah, we could. Well, that's a day three topic too. I don't know. I probably should have Dave on and talk about day three. We, uh, oh, I know. I feel bad for the guy. But so here's as yeah. someone that was kind of looking from the outside in. Yeah. Um, obviously, I didn't have a great day, and I did not. I was I was two spots back from making the cut, um, and that that ended up being three points back. So and there's was, a, that's a discussion in regards to the importance of season, the potential season points carrying you through to day three, which we weren't totally, I don't think any of us realized um, how maybe maybe the significance of season points. We were like, well, you're in, you're in, you make the cut, you make the cut. But I think those were a little more important. And if you had a high season points, you would have gone to day one, right? So if I had a high season point, I could have taken my day one score, which was really good. And I could have, uh, made it in to the final day three uh, from my day two because mm-hmm. I was a few points back. 
but your season scores matter. But then on your day one, they gave you another 200 points. So it was 40% yeah. weighted after that score, just like yep. it had worked all year, which I don't necessarily agree with. And I can talk about the math here in a second, but yep. that, that, so for example, Brian Allen won day uh, one. Yep. And I think he went into the match with like 280 points, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then, so now he's got 480 points and he's clearly above everyone else because you have another 200 points yep. where somebody else, uh, and I'll, I'll mention clay cause clay and I talked about it and clay, I think is on the same page I am. Um, he went in with like a 299 or yep. 298 yep. and he didn't have a really good day on day on day one and so after he's done shooting he has like a 260 or or like a 265 and so brian had leapfrogged him by 20 points just off of one day of shooting and that's that's part of that's part of my thought is okay so now we have six days of shooting or three matches three two-day matches six days of shooting throughout the year, yep. um, which carry X amount of points. They carry 300 points. Yep. Um, and so now we have one day of shooting, yeah. which carries 200 points. It's really weighted. That's true. It, it, it's, it's weighted too strongly, in my opinion, um, for one day of shooting to count so heavily. And, and, but for me, I wasn't in it anyway because I I won one uh, PRSAG Cup, and so I had 100 points there. Um, I had another where I got 95 points. So I had 195 going in. So I knew that my points weren't going to make a difference because I can't make up 100 points yep. over, over the course of it no matter what I do. So yeah. I had, you know, uh, 195, and so then I added – you know, another 190 to you know, 100 and whatever to my score, it's still not enough to, to do anything else. But, but going back on the topic is running from uh, day one to day two, if I would have had 290 or 280 mm-hmm. going into the, the actual match, I would have made it to the final day because I had a good day on day one. I get another you know, 95 times two. So I get another 190 points and then I could have carried those over and that would have got me into day three because what ended up happening is Brian, he had so many points uh, picked up. I don't know the exact placements, but I think, I think he was in last or second to last on, on his day two score, Mm -hmm. but he had enough points from day one. They carried over and he was able to get in on the last chance qualifier oh, okay. for day three, but he he was actually in second to last or last place on the entire day or on, on the day, day for day two. I didn't so, I didn't follow this stuff as close as you guys did. Yeah, this is interesting. So it, it was it was very interesting. So he was able to get in, and that's how the rules were written. That's how the, the you know the, the game was being played. And so it is what it is. But I think moving forward, what a better option might be is maybe just add one more match instead of, you know, two more scores. And so then you're oh, yeah, 25% instead of 40%. I, I don't necessarily know if, yeah. if they're going to use points. Um, you know, they're, they're going to want to try to do that. They also changed some rules and said you had to shoot 
three matches, um, some different things, which is, which is fine. They, they, you know, they, they want to change rules and do whatever. I think they also want a little more participation, um, you know, trying to get a full field there and stuff like that. Um, you know, which is all off topic, but I think that's, and so for example, clay ran great all year long. I think he won two of the, yep. uh, PRS AG cup matches and then got like second place in another. So he had two ninety eight. The problem is, is that that was six days of shooting one day of bad shooting or having some problems for him basically flip-flopped and he's no longer the leader and not, not even, you know, not even close either. Yeah. And so yeah. I think that that's part of the problem. Yeah. I think two of the, two of the big, we, we all knew going in, um, there's going to be guys that, like I said, that we expect to be, that, that could win. They won't be there. And guys that nobody expected will be there. Everybody knew that. I think you and Clay were probably the um, man. And I, I hate it's been two weeks. I mean, this is I wish we would have done this sooner because all the names are were fresh on my head when we left, and now I can't even remember who was in day three. So um, <laughs> I don't. Well, wanna, I remember I, who was in day three. There was there I don't, was a lot of really good shooters. A couple of great, really great newcomers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Webster obviously was. I remember shot, Webster shot really Adam, well. There's a handful. Uh, Adam Robinson shot yeah. really good. Yeah, but um, I was just I was, all that to say is there. Were, you and Clay were probably were two that so, that I you, I would expect to be in day three that weren't after yeah. you know after that yeah. day two. So and especially yep. Clay with the, coming in with the season points, but like, as you explained, I like I didn't I wasn't uh, analyzing much. I wasn't really I, I, I shot good enough, so I wasn't glued to the leaderboard. I never really looked at it outside of day two of where me and Dave were at fighting for that win. Yeah. Um, so the season points weren't as big of a deal as the day one or day two score. Um, and so that was part of the part of the deal is that it was, it was, it was a big deal to get in there, but then it really wasn't because anyone that shot the matches could get in there. And then you take all your scores there and it, it actually turned out to not really be a big deal after the first day anyway. So you're, you're, high scores your 290s or whatever it didn't matter if you had a bad day one anyway yeah and so that was the difference is is you had some some different ways to score i think that they're going to make it better and i think that they're trying to make it better and trying to make it the most fair fun match um oh yeah i i don't know if i'm a fan of uh, cumulative or day cuts. I I've thought about it a lot, and I don't know the answer to that. So I'm I don't know. Either. I'm kind of in the same. I mean, I I'm in the same boat. I know I'm I am a fan of a cumulative. I I I am. But for that format and what they're trying to do, I I don't know. It's a hard decision. It's I think what they're the the cuts make it real interesting. They add a big dynamic that's not normal, and I don't want this to just be another normal match. So I I don't have a I, I do. Yep. I would love to see the PRS finale or NRL finale be a three-day accumulation match. I think. Oh gosh, I exactly. think that's the no-brainer. The way to go. I think you know, just another two-day. It's just it's just another two-day, and yep, and right. and so it doesn't. It is what it is. It's not. I don't know. I think we all would like to see. A lot of us would like to see a three-day. I mean, I know there's some work conflicts and stuff like that, but a lot of guys would like to say, "Hey, let's make this is different. This is one match a year. Let's make this a yep. little different and bigger deal." So I think that's a no-brainer. The AG's tough. I, I don't know that what the answer is. So anyway, um, day 
Well, let's let's finish day up. Three. Let's finish up day two. I mean, that's I ended up. I cleaned that. I cleaned that last stage and hung on. And like I a boss. I was. It was. I felt really, really good. It was. Uh, uh, it was. It was good. And I do. I want to give props to Preston. Um, good teammate. A good dude. Um, it was. Uh, not to bring personal business in, but last year he had to leave day two early. Uh, his dad had been. Uh, battling cancer for for a long time and was uh was he got a phone call and 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 dave shot a couple days of a couple stages on day two and he left and went home and and this day two was kind of a year anniversary it was it was we we, he, he dave doesn't talk about this he keeps it quiet and i hope i'm not not uh going stepping out of line but he was he's like you know he we briefly mentioned he's going you know shooting day two i don't care about day three because i'm shooting day two for my dad and i was like oh man and so i kind of had i don't know my i uh i was feeling for him uh he was dave was awesome super gracious gave me a big hug afterwards and 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 was super cool it was a really fun battle it was straight up there was no I didn't feel like there was there was no drama. There was no stage like those last few stages were just like, hey, show up and shoot, and right. and 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 it was a, it was really fun to be shooting against Dave, um, and and the way it went. Obviously, I'm thankful I won. It was it was awesome, but Dave was Dave was awesome, and it was a cool day. So I just throw that out there. And again, I hope I'm not out of line on Dave's part, but um, uh, really cool dude. I just a lot of respect for the for the guy, the way he handles everything. Yeah. So anyway, uh, day three, uh, I I I do not again want to come off negative um you know props props to austin for winning <laughs> um i just uh, there's not a whole lot to, talk, to me i guess there's not a lot to talk about um i shot i started strong we shot four stages in a row that were normal ranges you know three four five six seven eight hundred yards she was shooting real good um i think i i think you're in the lead yeah, and then the last two, the last two state. Then we shot four stages that were prone or modified prone at a thousand yards. I think we shot forty shots in a row. I think I think uh, thirty six of them were at a thousand, and then there was four of those forty shots that were like at uh, eight, eight, right around nine hundred yards. So pretty much forty yard, forty shots in a row, modified prone or or straight prone, and there was a, a kind of a tropical storm the week we coming in there was three two three inches of water on the ground down by the thousand yard line according to tom the sun came out and i don't i'm making excuses guys all right <laughs> i don't i don't know what, i don't know what else to say but i got i got a lot of messages and phone calls the next day it's like hey did your gun break what happened i was like no my gun ran awesome Everything was flawless. I'm running the 6BR. We could talk about that. I, I told you guys I was going to build one for a backup gun, and I ended up just running it. It's been in the last three or four matches. Um, it's great. Everything hammered. Scope tracked perfectly. Barrel hammered. Everything was perfect. Zero equipment issues. Um, I I could not. I just. the If a cloud came over, it got really clear. And when the sun was out, I couldn't see a thing. And yep. if you if you shot and you hit and a flasher went off or the RO called it, cause I couldn't see anything. Then you stay on that wind call and maybe you get a five, six, seven, or even a clean on some of these stages. I was the, I was the first person 
to shoot. I mean, I was like, sweet, because every so often you get a clean piece of steel. And I'm like, sweet, I got clean steel to 1,000 yards. This is perfect. I'll see where my bullet lands, center up that plate, and then just clean the stage. This will be huge because I'm in the lead. I'm, I'm, I'm still, like, super focused. I lay down. This is a 10 shots prone on a 16-inch plate at 1,000 yards. Kind of actually one of the more, if you will, boring stages, like just – a lot of these stages we've been shooting are moving in different this and different positions and different targets and real you know really fun and fast paced and this is like lay down prone shoot ten shots. Um, I laid down shot missed shot missed shot 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 shot. I shot ten in a row. I never saw where a single bullet land. I aimed up over the target, <laughs> tried to hit the berm, couldn't see where the bullets were going. I just could not see anything. Just. Just nothing. I there, you, you had the option to shoot prone off of a bench or prone on the ground. I shot off the ground. In hindsight, that might have been my mistake. Uh, the mirage is obviously going to be worse, you know, when you're three feet lower. Although my, a guy in my squad, Ken Sanowski, came up. He shot off the bench after me, and he got a zero two. So I don't know that it matters. Um, and it went downhill from there. I got. I think the next stage I got a you know a three or four Morgan King was still in it the next stage he got a one or a zero he was in my squad we we just don't it was it was kind of demoralizing to go and just and 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 have it come down to that and by the end of those 40 rounds like something had to break I was thinking the same thing I was like my BC's not lying up not my BC my something changed my the scope went down or my barrel shot out or every ex- excuse you could, you guys have all done it. You all know something happened. Well, then I get to the last two stages and I shoot the, I get a nine out of 10 on the KYL and up to then it was the fastest time. And then I went go over to this boat stage. It was a 12 round stage. I was the first person to clean it. The other squad had already shot it all. And so I was like, sweet. So six, uh, 26 of the 30 stages, I told guys, I was like, man, I shot really good on Sunday at when they were asking me about equipment problems. I said, I shot, felt like I shot really, really well. I did everything in my control. Um, I shot six, 26 of the 30 stages of the weekend as good as I possibly could. Um, I would have been, I would have first place after those stages if it was an accumulation and those four stages, I just got destroyed and I just, it's, I, I try to think of what, you know, try to get, be constructive and how to fix it. And, and sometimes you just get bad luck and that's part of the game. And I think there was a little bit of that. I think by the time I'd got a zero and a one and a, and a two or a three on a stage, I obviously I lose a little bit of focus. But then the last two stages of the day, I stayed in it and shot them great. So I don't know. I, I it was kind of funny. Dave posted a couple of days after the shoot. It was a stage I got a I can't remember. I got I actually got maybe four points on that stage, and um, it was shot off a trunk of a car five shots at a thousand yards on one target and you move to the hood and you shot five shots at another target at a thousand yards and i was like i'm gonna start at 1.9 mils left and the ro's kind of laughed because i told him before i was like i'm starting at one nine boys and and sykes was there he was ROing, and he he laughed he said okay and i'm like well that's what i'm doing so shot didn't see anything <laughs> shot didn't see anything shot didn't finally the I was shooting at the right target. The target to the left was the one I shot off the hood. I hit the target on the left holding while I was trying to hit the target on the right. And they're like, wrong target. I was like, I realized that. Well, it was two mils to the left. And 
And so then I go to an absolute straight up hold with wind blowing hard left to right. And I move to the hood and I hit that thing four times in a row holding straight up. And so then weird. Dave posts the next, the next, a couple days after the shoot, he's like, he goes, Hey, here's a recap of a stage. I started 1.9 mils left. I was like, no, you didn't. Cause he was a squad before us <laughs> and that's what the wind should have been. And he cleaned it. And so I was like, I can't, I don't know. <laughs> I just, it's, it's the way it goes. Um, you know, it's just the, the water was, the mirage was bad luck. It was the worst mirage I've ever shot in. And I, again, I don't, I'm not being, I don't want to be negative. Obviously I, I'm a little, I'm, I'm obviously bummed. Um, it's been a couple of weeks, so it is, I'm, it's fine. You know, congrats to Austin and everything. And, and he burned it down on that day. So, and, and Brantley and Tate, the, you know, a lot of guys had some good days in that squad. So, um, Again, I don't take anything away from anybody. They shot great. Austin's a killer. I love, you know, he's always on top. Tate's consistent. He was, Tate was real consistent, you know, the whole weekend. He might have ended up because of day three. I he, think I think he won the, the, the weekend. I think he was one point up on the overall. Yeah, so he shot most consistent over three days. He did. He shot great day one. He was in second or third. I was in fourth on day two. I won, but he was like in third and then day three, he was in third again. So he shot Tate shot. Great. Uh, I don't want to take anything away from anybody or from Tom or anyway. It just, it's, uh, I just, I got, I got destroyed guys, (laughs) but, but, but but no equipment problems. No. I mean, my stuff, by the time when I hit that target holding the one nine and I hit it going straight up, I thought something broke. I was like, there's no way it's straight up. There's not a chance. Well, then I come in on the KYL and I'm like, man, that's four tenths of wind. And sure enough, it was. And I ran through that KYL and I get to the next stage and same thing. And guns hammering. I brought it home with leftover ammo. It's hammering. The thing's been running like a top. So, it you know, zero issues. Um, you know, it just, it just, it, it, that's, that's the story. A little thick mirage and a couple things didn't go my way. But overall, overall, it was a, it was, it was a fun weekend. Um, you know, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. So <laughs> I don't, well, I do not I want to come off negative next... guys. I don't, I, I'm yeah. trying to be honest with you guys. Jake and I talk about this. We got some comments like, Hey, you guys have been negative. I mean, I'm like, man, I do not want to be, but I do want to talk real with everybody. I don't want to like yep. sugarcoat everything and be like, everything's amazing and sparkles and butterflies and whatever. I want to be honest with you guys. And so it is what it is. You guys have been there. You guys have had bad stages and, and things not go your way. And so that's, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to be honest and not, and not come off as, I don't want to come off as whining. It, you know, I, I've, 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 I've won some, I've lost some and that we've all are in the same boat. So I, I yep. feel like I just got a disclaimer like a thousand times that I don't come off like a little bitch, but um. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. I, what I'll say is, is looking from the outside in because yep. I was in flip flops and hanging out on day three. I, yep. I wasn't doing, um, I wasn't, I was just hanging out talking. You were talking with you uh, and Shannon were talking shop. Yep. Me me and Shannon were talking shop and I was uh, uh we were talking about our best comebacks and jokes on each other and uh, you know all sorts of stuff. Yep. And so <laughs> you know we were we were sitting back watching everyone and it seemed like that there was a um a distinct squad advantage and yeah. I don't necessarily know what it was because there was great shooters in each squad. Yeah. But when we looked at the scores every once in a while, uh, we would walk over there and all five people from one squad yep. would be one through five. 
And then the next squad, all five people from the other squad would be um, six through 10 mm-hmm. uh, or, or six through 11, whatever it was. And so in, in what we were looking at is we said, well, what is, what is going on that this particular uh, squad is stacking on top compared to everyone else? Because everyone had proved that they were the top 10 shooters that weekend and they made it into that. So everyone's on fire. Everyone's shooting well. Everyone's feeling good. Yep. Um, so I, I was trying to figure out as I'm sitting there looking at the at the scores and I'm looking at, you know, the, the timing on people's squads. It was very interesting to see. And I still don't have an answer. Maybe a little bit of cloud cover on a couple special stages helped. Um, you know, but, but other than that, I don't know if there was much of an advantage. I have a a theory, but I didn't want to bring it up, but yeah, I had, we had Morgan King, Kinsanowski, Derek Webster, and Brian, and we had, we had, we had six good guys in our squad. And we were and the all two, the two day winners. Yeah. The two day winners. And then for Derek Webster just got first or second at the same match there, the NPA fall match just last week at the same location, you know, he's, he's obviously capable and a great, great shooter. So, um, we were talking about it as a squad and, and I asked my squad, I said, man, how do we even, how do I talk about day three? I don't want to be negative. And they're like, man, I don't you just don't talk about it. I'm like, well, I got to talk about it. <laughs> listeners, listeners want to know, and I don't want to, I'll just figure it out i don't know i mean i i um i it is what it is so um so here's the deal here here's the truth is that what do we do to move on from this and this is you know in the next podcast we'll 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 talk about these things and so how are we training what are we doing what are we taking away from this no matter how we do on a match good bad or indifferent we want to always as shooters try to take something away from it to really excel down the road. And that's the most important thing is what are we doing to get ourselves better? And that's what I've done for, for years. That's what you've done for years is we take everything in there and then we just, we want to practice it. And so if I'm doing bad at something or I got a problem, uh, first thing I'm doing is I'm going home and I'm fixing that problem. First thing I'm doing, I'm going home and I'm going to practice what I didn't do very well at the match, you know, whether I won or whether I lost, that doesn't matter. Yep. It's how I performed. Yep. Um, that, that, that's the important part. Yep. That's, um, yeah. And that's what I was trying to do. I talk with, you know, some different people and, and, and there's, as far as try to takeaways, I, I honestly, I felt really, really good about a lot of things. I have some small equipment things running the, one one little thing is 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 a br on on day one i had a mag issue um didn't get a fire three rounds which really hurt for that final score that was something i took to heart i was like okay make sure your stuff's running and because i went to the br i assumed the br would feed better than the dasher but the case body is so short i think it's finicky the dasher to me feeds really really well um better and so i i that was that was one thing I took away was just again equipment prep equipment prep equipment prep. We've talked about it a lot, but I was short notice. I, I borrowed a mag. I ended up um, um, uh, Ben Gossett actually loaned me a mag after my mag jam, and I props to him. That thing ran like a top. I shot it for the next couple of days. I mail it back to him afterwards. So thanks, Ben. Um, but you know, um, just that's that's an important thing. I I, I yeah, tried to be. Be smart, yeah. As you know, you had some 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 mag issues as well, but um, tried to be smart with 
or, or, or be mindful of those 40 rounds. Okay, 40 rounds. What in the world and how do I fix this? And and then there's okay, was the sun's up, sights up, sun at your back, sun was was were you were you high or low? And you, you, I couldn't see anything, so maybe my wind was off, you know. But then I hit then I hit a few holding that that when I was hitting those four in a row straight up, which I is just weird. So I was like, well, my elevation was on to hit that, and that was a smaller of the two targets, and and so I, you know, I, I tried to be critical on those. Um, other than that, one one takeaway from AG was holy tripod, um, and I I yeah. knew, I knew it going in. I shot a I took I shot a lot of tripod that week before uh, because it was tripod heavy last year. It's pretty easy to run a tripod on square range because it's just flat concrete yep. and real easy to move manipulate a tripod versus field match where you got rocks and angles and it can potentially be a little tougher. And because I assume the course fire would be similar to last year. I ran tripod a lot, and so did a lot of people. I mean, I ran tripod yep. on stages, like I said, the PRS barricade. Nobody does that. Clay or freaking Tate had his bipod on and a tack table in a rear bag. So the top position, he had his bipod on his barricade with a with a with a bag for rear. So it was prone. It was like a prone. Yeah, and prone. I and I ran it grabbing the leg and. I when have we ever done that? And so I knew it was going to be tripod heavy. I think match directors. I think there needs to be stages that where tripods get used. Like, hey, here's a this is a tripod stage, rock and roll. And then there needs to be stages where you don't use them because you kind of turn every stage into you take a little bit of the meaning out of it sometimes. Um, and so that was a and that's a whole different discussion. Um, tripods are very effective. Tripod rear. We're talking about. Um, uh, that was something, a takeaway where you, you got to be really good at that. And that is, and that's not something that you've practiced a ton. Um, nope. you are, you are pretty good at it, but, um, it, it hasn't, you're so good with one bag that you don't, you don't worry about it. And, and generally it doesn't matter, but I feel like this one was, was important. Um, to, I don't know. I don't know what to take away from those, those prone stages. I just, uh, I completely agree. I think it was, it was either tripod or tripod rear was, um, was probably the most, uh, prevalent thing that I saw. Yep. Um, and I saw it a lot on, on day three as well. Although there seemed to be more prone on day three There's a lot, uh, yeah. off bench or, or whatever. Yep. So it, it, it kind of took away from some of that as well. I think the biggest thing with with tripod rear is is the timing on it. And so if they take those stages and they say, okay, we're going to make them, you know, ninety second stages instead of instead of uh, one hundred five, yep. that fifteen seconds might play a big role in that. But I don't. I think people are getting really really good with them, and yep. if they if you can get good with the tripod, you can do well. Um, you know, over the long run, you can, you can have a very stable position. You can pull a lot of really good shots. Yep. You got to work on your movements and your transitions to be quick and effective and put it in the right spot the first time yep. and know how to do that. Um, and, you know, and I use tripod, I think a couple times, um, over the first couple days, but not, not because I wanted to, uh, I think I used tack table on one because it was a single position. And so it was easy for me to just use a tack table, yeah. um, which, which I love doing. And I think I'm going to make another tack table. That's a little bigger. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think honestly, if you can run tripod, well, I think you'll, 
you'll be up in the standings. Um, and it's a skill that you have to master and practice, but if you do, um, you know, good on you. And there's all these guys that say, Oh, well, run it like a bag, run it one man, you know, uh, you know, run uh, run it one, one bag, like a man. I'm guilty of it. Guess what? It's, it feels a lot better to, to win using a tripod like everyone else does than it does to lose and, and run one bag. Like there, there's no, there's no shame in, in, doing and running what you know what there, gear works there's no, a little works, bit of, so there's a little it. bit of shame of running well, it on, on the prs barricade i got it and i haven't for the for the most part i've probably no, I know. run less tripod than most people but what i'm saying is i don't think that you know some people say well run it like a man i know i know well, i just you, i you just, know, I just had to say it. like a man means I know. hits all the target that, you know that's really what it means i know i know i'm i'm, I'm in the same boat so hey, no i bet austin, i bet i ran at 15 out of 30 stages this, yeah if austin listens to this he borrowed my bag on uh my sandbag my my gray ops yep. uh the plate plate. sandbag yep. um on that PRS barricade, and he owes me dinner because he won that thing. <laughs> oh, he oh he did, didn't he? He went fast. Yeah, that's won funny. Yeah, that's right. Um, so don't forget about that, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so, you know, I guess we'll wrap it up. As you guys know, Austin, uh, yeah, end up one in day three. Uh, like I said, and Brantley second, Tate third. So congrats. There was there was again. Should we even bring up Dave and Tate? <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we can't, it happened and people, so uh, I guess I'll tell the story. Yeah, I think, make uh, it quick. <laughs> so they were in a, a shoot off and a tie. Um, and no, it's not, we yeah. don't have to bring it up. You, you can watch the TV. It's all on TV. Yeah. So again, day, day two, like I said, we were, we were going to come down to a potential tiebreaker day three for Dave and Tate did come down to a tiebreaker and ended up, ended up going Tate's way. Cause KYL is kind of weird. These with edge hits and different things. And it's just a, it's, it was, it was funny. I just, anyway, it was, uh, do you think he hit that target? Yeah, I mean, they said they they watched the review, and I, you know, but then then they, what about Dave's run before that, where they didn't give it to him, and then there wouldn't have been a shootout because he would have been in third solid. So it's that's true. if you're going to give true. a guy an edge hit, you got to give the other guy an edge hit, and and so and I wasn't on glass for Dave's stage. That's when the match was going. You were watching. That's just stuff I heard. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. But no, I think I do. Yeah, I do believe Tate hit hit the edge because they watched on video and you could see it. Plate wiggled. We were all watching. It was the end of the match shoot off. So uh, I saw it wiggle, and yep, and that's so did I. I don't know if the bullet actually hit it, but the but the plate did move. It, it wiggled, and so I don't. It did, and they said they watched the video on a big screen. They said that you could see it hit. So I'm not. I don't disagree with any of that. Um, Tate hit, and he won the shoot off. But I just it was. We talked about Dave on day, freaking day two, and almost going to shoot off, and then day three going, and it just was like, oh, it just it didn't go his way. But he was so Dave was right there for fourth. So um, anyway, I were t- tied. You know, lost the shoot off. So yeah, that's right. Anyway, um, let's. I gotta. It's, it. I, I gotta it. end up getting to work. So let's wrap this up. I did have a bunch of br if i'm running six br what i think i've got a bunch of those questions we'll hit that on another episode yes i ran it yes i like it Uh, i mentioned the mags i think just double check those mags for feeding that that case body is so short it rides in those feed lips a little bit less than a you know a dash or a bigger cartridge um we've got 
NRL hunters to talk about benchmark carbons. We've got, yeah, we've got we, yeah. there's a bunch of topics. So we'll try to get back on. I today we're we got I got final inspection to wrap my house so I can wrap it today and we can put the rest of the windows in and I be mostly weatherproof. I was up in the dark last night putting shingles and roof wrap because it was pouring down rain, it, trying to keep rain from coming in the house. So um, hopefully we get this house sealed up and and get a little heat in here and. Um, and, and and try to get a little bit get back on schedule a little bit. We got the PRS finale coming up in a couple of weeks, um, and and more things to Are talk you about. Up for that yet? Uh, uh, I don't know. I probably should do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't I think I am. I'd have to. I need to check. But um, we'll talk about that later. So let's get before this ends. We are giving away. We're at Sloan Valdez. Get a grip custom makes the funnest, coolest. Uh, Glock conversions, well, polymer frame conversions. He'll do other guns yep. too, but he does a lot of Glocks. He does all polymer frames. He does really cool work. Him, Sarah Cody does a lot of painting. He does stippling and slide work and anything you want. And so he offered to give away. It's a $900 package. I've had him do a couple of my guns, um, and I love them. Um, so we went through the – you guys, we asked you to, to like and share and tag and all that stuff. We went through – um, the, a big list picked a guy at random and you want to announce that winner do you have that in front of you yeah so it's uh it's wy outlaw 1974 um obviously i would assume he's from wyoming yep. um and yeah congrats uh wy outlaw go ahead and send a message to me and all or, or john just the vp page uh and what we'll do is we'll get you linked up with um, with Sloan and get a great customs. Yep. Yeah. I believe his name's Chris Davis, uh, Wyoming outlaw. Um, hit us up. If we don't hear from you, we'll give you more than a week. If we don't hear from you in a few weeks, it, it, we might go on to, we're probably going to give it to somebody else. So make sure you Let's shoot it. it. Make sure you shoot us a message in the next, uh, I'll let it last longer than a week in case you're traveling or something. I mean, a podcast, you don't get downloaded instantly like a radio show. So we'll give you a couple of weeks. Hit us up. Um, and then, you guys, we've got we've got questions. We've got, like I said, we've got a bunch of topics. I want to get some more guests on. Um, thanks for your patience. We love the messages of like, hey, did you guys die? Why aren't you doing a podcast? So we're, <laughs> <laughs> I got those. <laughs> and, uh, are you guys dead? Are you guys dead? We're not dead. Um, you know, uh, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Love it. AG recap, get a grip giveaway. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Toodles.